welcome to Life and Inside Job. How are you doing today? How's your inside life? I'm hoping that it's all really peachy and flowy today, or at least there are some patches of peach and flow available to you. It's full on spring here at the moment. The sky is so blue and my insides are kind of dreamy. And what I've been really enjoying today is stroking new leaves and gazing at blossom. It is just heavenly. I got very lucky with this conversation. My dear friend, Abby Dania Buick, agreed to have a conversation with me about perfectionism and how we constantly feel that we're getting stuff wrong. And we try harder and harder and we just feel that we're not good enough. In this conversation, we pondered on what if we couldn't get it wrong? What then? And how can we turn to kindness instead? Abby is a passionate advocate for cyclical living and all things menstrual. She works using medicine circles, yoga, sensual kink and intimacy practices, grief rituals, eating psychology and functional medicine. She knows heaps of stuff, but most importantly, she's an all-round gorgeous, gorgeous person. Hey Abby, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> So what, what's, what's hot? What, what are you hot to trot with this morning? Well, I have, I've been noticing this kind of theme that, yeah, just keeps emerging from like different, different areas within me, within other people in conversations that I'm having around, kind of around how even when we sort of think we're trying not to be perfect. Somehow we're trying to be perfect <laughs> and kind of the exhaustion around like, so I've just been pondering really what this, what is this sort of internalized perfectionism or mm -hmm. you no, know, it may, it may be slightly more nuanced than like just the, the sort of simple line of trying to be perfect, but it's just something that I'm, I'm kind of noticing in, in a lot of areas. And uh, I think, you know, working in different, areas of, of health it's I don't know whether I'm just sort of wondering if it's it's becoming sort of more more of a thing or like I'm just noticing it more um so that's yeah that's kind of what's been, what's been on my mind <laughs> interesting topic I mean you only have to open Instagram mm -mm. and my feed you know my feed is split Half of it's vulvas. <laughs> Same, yeah. A third, a third vulvas, a third flowers. Nice. <laughs> Perfect in, the, in exactly the right way. Horn. And then the, the, the last third is, is lots of people writhing around. Writhing around in? Um, lot, lots, of, lots, of, lots of bodies. Bodies. Lots of very, bodies. very beautiful bodies mm -hmm. that don't tend to look like the bodies that I see it every day okay yeah 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 I think yeah I I would think uh that Instagram and social media in general have yeah have a massive role to play in this kind of perfection um and what you know what we're what we're sold as as sort of ideals and you know that's it's a double-edged sword isn't it with um things like social media um because just because of the um 
you know, it's, it also offers us an opportunity to see more of the things that aren't so perfect and more of the things that we don't usually get to see, uh, which I, you know, I think is, it, you know, thinking about my own Instagram feed, you know, I very actively don't follow <laughs> the bodies that where I don't feel represented, you know, and, and it's given me a platform to see way more, uh, you know, way more bodies, way more experiences um, than I would have when I when I was younger to be like, oh, okay, I I do fit in. So it's, you know, it's this this thing of, you know, there's so there's so many angles on you know, maybe if we reframe it as, you know, away from perfectionism, because, you know, that in itself is quite a loaded sort of term, isn't it? It's, it's like some, something, um, something about trying to get it right, mm. like trying to, trying to get it right, this sort of, um, I suppose it, it comes into that sort of core story of not being enough. Um, and, you know, how, how prevalent that is in, I was going to say, in, you know, it's a story I've heard from an, an awful lot of women. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's exclusive uh, to, to people who identify as women, but, you know, I have, have heard it a lot in, in a kind of, so there's this, this striving sort of thing, isn't there? Mm. Um, because I, I never sort of describe myself as, um, you know, a, a perfectionist at all and, and so so I think the I think the word is quite is quite sort of limiting but I'd certainly kind of put myself in a in the category of like trying to get things you know trying to to make myself better or you know improve and this, the, the whole realm of like health and self-development um and sort of you know spirituality or whatever is all, all kind of yeah plays into this not not enough and I guess it's you know where it's become you know it's all still under this kind of patriarchal capitalist kind of system isn't it that you know we're sold that we need we need the next thing to be more evolved we need the next thing to be to, to fit these categories of um uh you know in, enough you know just about about being enough and and it just feels so it's so like exhausting. <laughs> like I was um, reading some some comments the other day around, uh, you know, rest. I think the, these sorts of ponderings have come out of, you know, having a lot of discussions with women around the inner winter of their cycles and this, you know, the 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 challenge we have with with rest and the importance of it and the countercultural nature of it. And you know, I know you you've explored this um a we should, lot. We should just say that um inner winter means uh, of menstruation means uh period. Yeah. So in the yeah, in the time of your during the time of the bleed and you know, people going, mm, yeah, okay, I could I could rest and I could take this day, but you know, I really, I'm not sure. And then I need to make up for it. And, you know, and then there was, there was lots of comments around, um, um, oh, what does, because I was kind of proposing that, that rest could mean, 
you know, rest doesn't necessarily mean like just like lying in bed, <laughs> like just doing just doing nothing. Rest can mean so many different things. Like, what is your form of rest? And you know, what is you know what brings renewal and empty space to your kind of psyche and 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 your body? And it might be you know going going for a walk, or it might be dancing, or it might be just hugging a friend. You know, it could be so many things that we can. So, so to also sort of widen that definition of rest and you know there there was so much kind of anxiety coming through of like if I watch if I watch tv is that, is that rest or is that not rest um and and like I I try to do this and and then there's kind of you know com- other comments around oh well if I if I watch tv then it 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 over it overstimulates me and you know it sort of became became this this kind of dialogue and you know I, I sort of just thought to myself well what what if you can't what if you actually can't get rest wrong <laughs> what you know what if what I'm hearing is is hearing you describe is a disconnection from how people are Mm-mm. because so it, the sort of questions that are coming to me are things like well how 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 do I know when I am resting? How do I feel when I am resting? Mm, mm, mm. And I think there's a there's a you know it's subtle. There's a there's a there's a kind of now that you know ooh, into the weird world of Kate. <laughs> there's a kind of slightly <laughs> slightly inside my skin feeling. So it's not muscular. Or oh, maybe it's connective tissue. Mm. Maybe, oh yeah, I'm talking, to, I'm talking to somebody about fascia soon. So. Oh, lovely! My favourite. Yeah, anyway, so maybe it's fascia. Who knows? But what I experience is slightly inside my skin a smooth feeling mm, mm. and more space between my thoughts, and that's how yeah. I know when I'm resting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm probably not lying. I mean, I do. I do use a lot of nidra. Mm, mm-hmm. A lot of nidra. I might have a problem with that. But apart from that, I don't. I think that I feel that state when I'm in movement mm. and when I'm gardening, actually. So my brain is kind of engaged, but I'm flowing and I'm mm. in the elements, and I'm. It's sensual as well. Mm. Mm. So it's. You, if that anxiety about should I watch telly, should I lie down, should I do this or that, it comes from not knowing a disconnect, yeah, how it feels, to, to yeah, 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 which is which really points to something, doesn't it? Um, mm. um, and it, you know, it, it, and if if rest has become a sort of you know, a, a commodity and, and we can't <laughs> just sort of try try something oh lying down oh no that doesn't to go from 300 miles an hour <laughs> to zero lying down like oh of course you know that is going to feel really like that's going to feel really really challenging like I know for me that feels really that that feels really challenging but if I can just I don't know switch off electronics or not have to think about work for a day or half a day so say like when I'm bleeding because my brain doesn't do my brain just won't <laughs> think about work and if I can follow that impulse and just you know be at the like at the pace of nature I think that's probably where where I then that feel that's that's enough that's enough to um, well, I think I think that you you that you you nailed it turn off social media if you're mm-hmm. feeling at the mercy of 
not being enough or perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Turn off all your screens mm -hmm. for three hours and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whenever, whenever I'm fe feeling, you know, like I have that kind of slightly empty, panicky, not enoughy feeling, I will go to a screen. Mm, mm. Like, like the, you know, I take the piss out of my kids and talk. They say, "Oh, go to your electric nipple now, are you, darling?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just the same. And what yeah, am I looking right. for? I'm looking for validation. Mm. I'm looking for reassurance. I'm looking to feel my um, agency, I think, mm, through mm. those two places. Mm. And I, I think sometimes looking for, for distraction from the uncomfortable feelings as well. You know, that's the main... I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my main one. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel fairly kind of, I feel fairly sure that I'm not going to find, I'm not going to find validation <laughs> when looking at social media. Um, but, but so, it, you know, the, the almost the, the compulsive, it's like compulsive sort of self-harming in, you know, to, 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 to just kind of go to it. Um, so, yeah, that's that sense of, you know, how how we can create create space to know what's true for us, you know, whether it be like just rest or like making choices about food or, you know, that it doesn't, that it just doesn't come from, from all of these external, I suppose mm -hmm. there's just so, there's so many external influences and, and ideas mm -hmm. coming at us all, all the time that, yeah, you know, we really need to take that sort of <laughs> active space away to go, oh, hang on. Yeah. So how, how do we interrupt? How do we, how do we stage the intervention? We know it's needed <laughs> I think step one we kind yeah. of you know it's 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 that sort of you know it comes back to the the the, sort of the needs stuff doesn't it of like oh yeah I need to express my needs and then I need to say what I want and set boundaries and then there's this whole <laughs> kind of layer like back from that of, of oh god I've got no idea I have no literally no idea mm. what I need moment to moment I'm you know so I think it's kind of it's it's like just little tools that can bring us back into mm -hmm. into into presence with our with our bodies um and and you know and then even that stuff gets taken into like oh, i need to be able to tune into my body right <laughs> i need to like i need to know exactly what it's saying and it, you know i i feel you know coming back to that that always coming back to that question what if i couldn't get x wrong well you know what if i couldn't get can you give me an example of that like what if i couldn't get rest wrong yeah. and i just try something what if i couldn't get choosing what to eat for lunch wrong yeah. you know it, like it's just staging everything as an experiment you know just okay. really that for me is 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 like it just moves me from this kind of contracted restricted feeling in my mm. brain body uh, to to like something kind of you know much much wider mm -hmm. and and I think you know my uh, having as, like a really kind of long-term experience of that was in my life was kind of trying to conceive you know there's there's nothing like mm -hmm. just you know nearly 10 years of just like oh this thing that I really want isn't isn't happening um it must be my fault what you know what am I not doing what's the next thing to do and you know and going so I think that's my sort of lived experience of I'm not trying to get something perfect 
but I'm also not in a very accepting place of what is because mm. because there was this striving because there, there was literally trying to trying to achieve something that wasn't happening so it you know it became like you know what's what's the next fix so living in this sort of perpetual anxiety this perpetual sense of my body's getting it wrong because it won't do this thing that's so natural um so I, I think I think part of the reason I have such strong opinions <laughs> about like just wanting to like turn some kindness back to to ourselves and um and maybe we can't get it wrong maybe we can just learn to to to, to listen and you know maybe kindness can be the the thing that creates the kind of buffer zone between the like the the the, the thing and the striving towards the thing it's like oh can we intervene with just a, a pause of what if I can't get it wrong? What if I'm, what if it was all okay? Yeah. And there's something, something in that. Yeah. Kindness, Leora and I use that a lot. To the point, even to my mind, it sounds trite. Simplistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's made the most, it makes the most difference. Mm-hmm. To take it, in to take kindness internally mm. and just step away slightly from the angry feelings and the hateful feelings and the, mm-hmm. and the constant just like yeah the constant self-judgment or what's you know every, yeah everything's kind of being mm. it's funny I, I was thinking the other day actually I think, I think the very first conversation I had with you was about kindness really? <laughs> it was it was like meeting I, I don't know what what the it was you know workshop me like tell something somebody tell somebody something about yourself and and this thing this thing this kind of memory came to mind about um I remember this sort of very somewhat misguided uh support from my mum when I was <laughs> when I I don't know whether I'd just been like split up with a boyfriend or, or something something I wasn't you know I was maybe like 14 15 or something and I was upset and uh I was saying to my mom well, I just really want to be I really want to be like everyone else like I really want to be like I want to be clever and I want to be beautiful and my, <laughs> my mom said but don't worry it's okay because you're kind <laughs> and <laughs> which <Whoa>. you know, <laughs> and I was just like Mm, yeah I think I just want to be pretty <laughs> like fuck kind you know <laughs> and uh you know and, and it's it's funny because it's like you know obviously that really stayed with me as a slightly shit <laughs> moment of parenting well intended um and like and kindness is is sort of is a a quality that I actually really admire in in my mum I mean it tips over into kind of martyring but you know um yeah there's also really a really and and I've kind of come to so I think for ages I had a a quite a like yeah kind whatever 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 yeah be nice to yourself self-love blah blah um and it's actually only been like you know the last few years where I've just been actually fuck me like kindness is a it's a superpower to try and to to turn off some of those some of those scripts or um or, or intervene with those 
you know the subtlety of those kind of critical voices that you know that are just thank doing you so much. Uh, thank you so much I mean thank you thank you thank you for having this conversation because it's it's just coming to me that you're so right that to, to talk about perfectionism is one thing but it's subtle mm. the way that we sabotage and trip ourselves up and criticize ourselves is subtle mm. we don't know and the actual thing about just noticing first is tricky God. <laughs> yeah because yeah. we get you know the the more the more we go on and the more kind of de developmental and self-awareness work we do the more sneaky <laughs> the more sneaky the judgments get yeah yeah definitely because yeah. it's you know it, it it's it, it is in the color of our glasses it's the mm. you know, mm the lens that we see through exactly and it's it's hard to take the lens off mm, mm. so I, I i do think mm. kind of you know just from my personal experience just having those yeah those little interrupters like which for me are sort of always in the form of um a question an inquiry you know they they always like like curiosity as the kind of um curiosity yeah that's a good one bringing that that quality of curiosity and just going hang on a minute <laughs> like you know can, can just can just help to make that make that that space like and you know i think seeing that seeing things in the in the bigger the bigger context as well because you know i i realize i i was you know one of my you know what what are we all trying to achieve with with perfectionism or or like you know being especially in the, in the realms of health it is like you know the, the the shadow in there is just this this sort of denial of death and this kind of avoidance of the inevitable mm -hmm. thing that's going to happen to all of us you know again that's a kind of that's the water we swim in as a as a culture as, as well and you know there was definitely I definitely moved towards working in in health as a you know having lost my dad very young to cancer and having them been told it was my fault because he caught a cold off me you know there's some very kind of unconscious things of of that must be healthy like you know will if not healthy you will cause you will cause harm or mm -hmm. terrible things will happen or you'll have to face you know enormous amounts of pain so you know there's a kind of un unconscious drive there and then you know looking and then feeling in that in that world of you know there's so much perfectionism sitting in lecture theatres of you know 300 nutrition students you know like Thin white women <laughs> with shiny hair, you know, and just feeling like, you know, I don't fit in here. I don't have the right, I don't have the right body type. I'm not interested in, you know, not interested in weight loss. I'm not interested in perfect diet. Um, but so having to sort of, but like, I need to be, I need to be, you know, I need to have this, wear this uniform and be this, you know, be this thing. And, you know, it's just been the last few years of, you know, looking more at that you know what what's what's really running that that world yeah. <laughs> and how what's and it for that's what I want to know what's yeah it for? yeah I, mean, I think that's a really good question for us to ask ourselves when we're making changes in our life but also for our clients you know mm. so you, you know you, you want to lose the anxiety or whatever mm. or be like this or that but why 
Mm-hmm. Will you then be loved? Mm-hmm. Lovable? Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Mm-hmm. Will you then be, you know, in your case, safe? Mm-hmm. Can you save people? Yeah, yeah. Like worthy. <laughs> like what's behind all of those things. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's where that's where we should be working, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where the juice is. Mm-hmm. And widening the lens to the the like this the system that those ideals are are in you know rooted in white supremacy rooted in capitalism <laughs> rooted in the patriarchy and just go actually you know do i wanna do i wanna buy into any of that do I, you know can can there not be space for a more yeah just a a, a broader range of experience and mm. you know this this whole like desire to create this kind of monoculture of yeah. unaging uh moving <laughs> cisgender white bodies this is like why would we want that like you know nothing in nature lacks diversity in 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 that way so why 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 yeah why don't we want to celebrate all of all of our unique mm. perfections <laughs> Who would want to live in that world, though? Mm, mm. Sterile. Mm. Mm. Struck down. Sameness, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense, and I, I think that no. you know that's that's kind of another thing. I think you know broadening the you know creating those kind of pauses with those little inquiries, and then broadening the lens away from the personal and away from the individual yeah. drivers, and going, hang on, what is what is this fishbowl? <laughs> like, yeah. can I just get above the fishbowl for a moment and go, oh, I see. Mm. All these well, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's, that sounds like a great plan, but how do we do that? How, mm. how, how do we get our head over the edge of the, the rim of the bowl? <laughs> yeah, I think it's community, you know, I think it's, I think it's having these, having these conversations and, um, and surrounding ourselves with, with people with different experiences as well, you know, just mm. like, you know, not, not not being in not always being in sameness and and just going oh i've never thought of it from your perspective i think in general the world at the i mean we're in we're still in lockdown here so it's it's very much like this now but in general the world seems to make us more narrow Mm -hmm. it seems to be going that way you know in the way that you know google and the social media channel Mm -hmm. show you more of what you like yes yeah 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 i can kind of feel my worldview getting smaller kate's yeah. world there's not but kate is kate's ruby world is getting turning into kate's ruby broom cupboard <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm you know i'm just longing to go and hear other stories and yeah 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 to be with difference again and yeah yeah i used to and that longing does feel really it does feel really amplified in in yeah. in lockdown kind of <laughs> situation as as well but it you know I, and I feel I I've been feeling recently you know that I need to because I don't have children there there's also and I really value I feel really so often feel really inspired by people in their like early 20s mm. um and how they're seeing the world and what you know what they're bringing and you know that I'm like oh it's gonna be okay <laughs> and, uh, you know and it's like oh, gosh I, I need to 
I need to consciously make effort to to be around those people or to, or mm. to you know have meaningful relationships with my friends' children, for example. To, yeah. to you know, uh, because otherwise that 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 sense of yeah coming into your broom cupboard is you know it can be really, <laughs> really real. Yeah, 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 and you know, and and other you know any anybody who just has a different life, you know, I'm. I just want to know. I just I like hearing about mm. people's lives. I'm not. I don't want to seek everyone who just validates my own mm. worldviews. I, you know, I, mm. I want to know um, about about difference. So, I, you know, I I think, yeah, the value of sitting in circle and hearing other people's stories and and asking questions and just coming with a, you know, an open an open heart and open mind and that mm. curiosity as the. Mm. Um, as the lens is um is really important yeah no one no one told me how much fun it would be to have teenage kids <laughs> you know people talk about how hard it is and you know it's not without its challenges obviously but mm. they bring all the stuff you're talking about that, that mm. freshness and that otherness Mm, mm. They, I don't get that world. It's yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> Even when they're your own children. Totally. <laughs> yeah. They, I'm challenged. They wake my brain up. They give me mm. new concepts, different ways of thinking. Totally. Ways yeah. of it's like, wow. Mm. This parenting business might just pay off. <laughs> mm. I might just pay off. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, yeah, I just think so that's just so you know so so important yeah. to, to stay open to yeah to get to going and you know when we can go places and have different experiences when we can go places mm -hmm. and, and be the minority voices and you know yeah. all, all of that is is you know I I I feel a I feel a kind a kind of a, a moral responsibility to to do that but also in myself a real a desire because I feel like it will keep me engaged with with life and and not not wrapped up in my own kind of navel gazing <laughs> trying to be something because it's just like okay what if it's what if it's just okay what if I'm just okay what if I'm just have I'm just living one kind of life and having some kinds of experiences and you know if I can value curiosity and kindness towards myself and towards other people maybe that's okay <laughs> that's enough yeah yeah well that sounds like pretty good pretty good hot stuff to me mm. so here's a stonker <laughs> here's a stonker for you how would how would you know if you were enough what would that be like well yeah that's a great inquiry that like when you ask me that question I have quite a, a sort of strong sensation like around the back of my heart there's a uh, it, it feels like a it feels like a sense of rest mm. I mean just following the, sen the sensation and not thinking about the you know the Perfect. meaning of the question but just okay. like, you know, oh well my body had a response to that so what's that okay so it feels like yeah it feels like rest you know, very particularly behind behind my heart. So there's this sort of sense of a contrast of not enoughness is like my heart out here going, 
please love me, please love me, or please tell me I'm okay. And then go, yeah, what if you were just not? And then my heart goes, oh God, oh God, okay. Yeah. I can just be here. It's like, a, you know, that, that sense of when you really drop into the fat body that is just, yeah. you know, th- that, that as kind of presence and groundedness and like, oh, I can, if I'm enough, then I can just be here in this life, in this body having these experiences and mm. that's okay <laughs> it's like mm. yeah, it's really it's really radical it's, um, yeah so if you you can tell me to bog off it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it sounds more like therapy but as an experiment okay and you can mm-hmm. tell me to bog off. if you I don't if you access that feeling of your heart resting mm. and that you are enough then what would you do after we get off this call? <laughs> then I, I, the first thing that came to me was like, go, go for a walk. Right. Like, be, yeah. just go, just, just be, just not, not go. Right. What's the next thing that I have to do to be a valid human in this world? <laughs> what's the next? You know, what do I have to produce now? Um, it would just be like, okay, what, what does, what does my body feel like doing? Oh, I've been sat down for an hour. It feels like moving. Oh, the sun's shining, uh, sort of. Um, I could mm. go outside and mm. be and be. <laughs> so, but in, in theory, it would be possible to narrow. You know, we if if we all identified our own somatic sensation of enoughness, mm. of internal validation, which is that's been. I've been thinking about that quite a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Then we could nourish that sensation, you know, amplify because mm-hmm. it's already there. Mm-hmm. You know, part of you feels enough; otherwise, you wouldn't be able to access it. So, able to know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could be the practice, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. To let our let your heart drop back. Yeah. Yeah, and it might be different for for. Yeah, other people and it, uh, it will it will be different for at different times and yeah. yeah, you know, where where that where that fits, you know, that will come through uh, could come through a lens of the menstrual cycle and you know, where it's mm. I'm I'm like I'm day five now of my cycle. So there's a kind of there's a, a, a developing sense of my of my enoughness that certainly wasn't there <laughs> five days ago. <laughs> so that's interesting. So tell me about how your sense of enoughness <laughs> it's a new word don't you know <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one shifts, shifts with your menstrual cycle um well I don't think it I don't think it's I don't think it's the same every every cycle but for a mm-hmm. uh, say when it's like when it's feeling kind of when I'm feeling contented with it <laughs> um I would say I would say my most feeling of, of enoughness probably does come in this kind of early, early inner spring. So just, mm-hmm. just past bleeding um, for me. And yeah, because I, I have this sense of, of, of coming back to the world but still being quite close to myself 
and 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 that mm. kind of anchor that still being anchored mm. um which i find quite hard to maintain as i go further towards ovulation <laughs> yeah sure. tends to go a bit more to chaos mm. um and i used to really find it in the sort of premenstrual time as well i used to find this this mm. kind of con contented close enoughness but it's yeah it's sort of changed and it's more amplified in this mm. um this place <laughs> i did a i had a, a great cycle circle with um some women the other day and we were talking about this kind of emergence out of bleeding time and, and that sort of transition and um somebody said oh it's like that kind of just end of bleeding and I feel like Snow White <laughs> and I just really love it and it, and it really resonated with the, like, with the rest of the circle where like my energy comes back and I just want to like do and 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 everything just feels like easy and light and and I just really love that that kind of um I'd sort of not cute. heard that, that kind of uh, in, the, in the cartoon the um the, the movie the the animals help with the housework don't they yes yeah yeah and it's all this like boo, 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 and it's like yeah sort of Disney songs and <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really like so you know I, and I really felt that on uh two days ago yeah day three um I was like oh it's no white day, no white day. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good isn't it <laughs> so yeah that that I think is probably a that's a that's an mm -hmm. enoughness time but it's um yeah and I think it needs attention to to amplify yeah. it. I mean I, I have been I have been increasingly interested in where I look for my validation you know and of course where I usually look for it in the wrong place <laughs> we're <laughs> like, all human <laughs> out always yeah <laughs> instead of inside mm -hmm. but of course that that's self-perpetuating you know mm -hmm. I look at my phone to receive validation and the, the, the little bastard doesn't give it to me so I go <laughs> I poke it again. So I look more. <laughs> I keep scrolling. It sounds a bit like I'm a pigeon, a pigeon in an experiment, pecking the wrong. But <laughs> yes, the food. Wrong hole. Which is kind of how it is. But mm, mm. <laughs> sometimes, it, and I know this because I've done this before, I have to uh, creakily. Mm. interrupt make an intervention yeah. and turn my intention back into mm. myself it, mm. and then what I focus on grows yeah 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 and that the moment you know is a really good noise for it because it, I think it can it can feel it's it's really picking yourself up by the bootstraps isn't it it's it's a, yeah I put on my big girl pants it's real big girl pants like okay come on enough <laughs> And, and and there's a you know the, and again if if we can do that with with kindness mm. you know isn't it it's not like yeah. oh god I've been doing it I've been doing it so wrong and I'm an idiot and I've yeah, been yeah. looking at my phone and like I'm so addicted and useless and mm. I need to stop doing it because I'm a terrible person it's like no hang on like what can we bring that curiosity that inquiry what would happen now if I just switch my phone off mm. Oh, it feels really horrible. Okay, after five minutes, I'm going to switch it back on again. Mm. And what if that was okay? Like you know, again, you can't get it wrong. It's, mm. it's you know that that medicine of not being able to get it wrong, just gently, mm. gently taking yourself by the hand, mm. which doesn't you know doesn't mean you don't 
evolve and change habits and and you know in, improve things that aren't working so well for you it, you know it's it, it's mm. not a it's not a passive thing it's just mm. moving really gently towards yeah radical acceptance and yeah and and yeah true companioning mm. and that is the sort of internal validation i think isn't it mm. Yeah. So if you if you could narrow it down to one thing that you use in your life or that you recommend for your clients to take the edge of this difficulty of how to be enough, how, how to release the perfectionism so you can just feel enough, mm, mm. What, would you, what would you recommend? I think I would, I would recommend standing outside on the earth in some in some way and just coming into you know either if it feels comfortable to come into bodily sensations so I know that's not a safe place for everybody but mm -hmm. to, you know to come in and go right what does my what does my body need in this in this moment what would what would feel good to stand up to sit down to drink water to have a wee <laughs> like the mm -hmm. really simple things and if it and if it doesn't feel you know safe to turn your attention inside the body then you know coming to your sort of senses and just noticing like okay what's the what does the air feel like on my skin what can mm -hmm. i see what can i hear what can i smell just to, you know kind of settling the nervous system mm -hmm. i think and 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 letting that be the foundation mm -hmm. to to know what's needed as the, as the next. That's a really sweet interruption. That's so sweet. Mm. And then we can be more in touch with the next right action, mm. which might just be so simple. Mm. You know, the tiny things build, don't they? So yeah. And often, you know, starting with drinking water. <laughs> so, I have another little, yeah, little. It's up on my notice board. Yeah, like. Okay, if things are feeling sort of dysregulated and I don't I don't know what to do or, or sometimes to interrupt like compulsive sort of food cravings and, and stuff it's like breathe okay what do I need do I need to breathe do I need to hydrate do I need to nourish do I need to move or do I need to wait and, and just kind of you know taking those and and you know it's just tending tending yeah. self-tending yeah Thank you so much, Abby. There's so much juice here and I could listen to you forever. Oh, thank you. It's been hugging this. And, it's, and I really appreciate the subtlety that you bring to it and the nuance because, yeah, it's not always straightforward being human. <laughs> it's never. <laughs> I'd love one of those days where it's really straightforward, please. <laughs> Can you send me one of those? Certainly, madam. <laughs> You. <laughs> I have a package. <laughs> I have an online program that will suggest that. Amazing. Five hundred quick peas. It's been a great conversation. Thank you, Kate. So why not just declare that we are enough? We're okay. We're just fine being in a body and having these experiences that we're having, that I am and you are and all our people are too.
If you're not a menstruator and you work with people who do, then Abby has a fantastic course starting in June. This is in 2021. And it's called The Menstrual Cycle for Non-Menstruators. And if you want to understand how you can support the menstruators around you to live with their cycle, maximise the, the gifts, and to understand why you seem to be living with four different people, then this could be an interesting one for you. Check it out. I've put the link in the show notes. You can find Abby at nutritionforchange.com or over on Instagram at, and I'm going to spell this, A-B-I dot D-E-N-Y-E-R dot B-E-W-I-C-K, Abby Denya Buick. Or if you fancy joining the conversation, you can find me over at Instagram at Kate underscore Codrington and I'd love to connect with you there. If you've liked this episode and found it useful and the adventures in my woomy broom covered, it would be fabulous if you could share it with a friend who might also benefit or leave a review. That would be really sweet. And don't forget to join me very soon for another extraordinary voyage into the inside world. Mm-hmm.